Welcome to Victory in the Word Radio Ministries of Renaissance Church of God in Christ, USA. We're the host, Bishop Dennis J. McMurray is our senior pastor, and Dr. E. Jean McMurray is our first lady. Join us in this inspiring time of praise, worship, and fellowship designed to encourage and motivate everyone through the Word of God. Now prepare your hearts to be blessed with Victory in the Word. God bless you. This is Bishop Dennis McMurray, Senior Pastor of the Renaissance Church of God in Christ of Grand Rapids, Michigan, USA. And I count it a blessing and an honor once again to share the power of the Word of God into your life. And I pray that this broadcast finds you and yours inspired and continuing your faith journey. As the saints of old used to say when I was a boy growing up in the church, it says, uh, I'm determined to walk with Jesus. Yes, I am. Through hard trials, tribulation, persecution, I'll be faithful for I am determined. How many of y'all remember that? To walk with Jesus. Yes, I am. On behalf of our First Lady, Dr. E. Jean McMurray and the saints of the Renaissance Church of God in Christ, it's our honor once again to share with you our Victory in the Word radio ministry. I believe God has a word for us today and I feel so privileged and honored that you've tuned in at this moment to be enriched by what God says concerning life. Let us pray. Dear God, we thank you this day for your son, Jesus. We thank you, O God, for the gift of life that you've given to each and every one of us. God, great is your faithfulness, and we thank you for being faithful to us and for blessing us as only you can. Now, God, I pray that you would impact this spoken word and give me the ability to release it, God, as you want it released. Then, God, those that are supposed to tap into it and hear the wealth connected to it, God, I pray that they would have ears to hear and hearts to receive. And we just thank you for all things. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Again, I'm Bishop Dennis McMurray, Senior Pastor of the Renaissance Church of God in Christ, and we're going to begin our journey today in the book of faith. We're going to travel to the book of Hebrews, and I want to share scripture with you in that powerful passage of scripture. Amen. We want to encourage you in your faith journey today. That's our goal. We want to encourage you in your faith walk just by taking a look at the scriptures. And so we're just going to, I don't have a title. I just want to teach today, but we want to encourage you in your faith journey. Amen. Hebrews 11 and 1. Hebrews 11 and 1 in the King James Version reads as this. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Then we're going to look at Hebrews 11, 1 and 2 in the message version of Scripture. It says, the fundamental fact of existence is that this trust in God, this faith is the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. Wow. I need to say that again. That's Hebrews 11 and 1 in the message version. It says, the fundamental fact of existence is that this trust in God, this faith, is the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. The second verse said, 
It's our handle on what we can't see. Wow. Faith is our handle. According to the message version of scripture, faith is our handle on what we can't see. Then we're going to go back to the King James Version in verse 3 of Hebrews 11 and says, Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. I've got to say that again. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith, can I talk to us for a minute? In Hebrews 11:3 again in the New Living Translation it says, "By faith we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command, his spoken and his release word, that what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, faith, faith means that we are trusting God for things we have never seen, but confident that the God-inspired word that we believe and stand on shall come to pass. I mean, faith is more than just saying, and faith is more... Uh, than just rehearsing. Faith has a dynamic in it that you must grasp and understand. Because when you look at when we when we when we look at faith, we 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 when we walk in faith and live in faith, we are emulating our Father, God our Father. In other words, our spiritual DNA, our spiritual DNA supersedes the limitations of our human DNA. Yeah, that's what real faith is. When the spiritual part of us takes over and puts in check the human part of us. That's why we must remind ourselves that we have been transformed and that we have a renewed mind. Because if you evaluate life based on what you see in front of you, you'll be ready to quit life. You know, you got to understand that when God transforms the way you think and the way you live, in other words, what it's saying is you don't think like your traditions. You no longer think like your family values have shaped your expectations. When you've been transformed by the renewing of your mind, you 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 take on a faith set of ears, a faith set of eyes, a faith understanding or a God understanding or a God perspective. And that God perspective is only realized when you walk into this faith realm, this faith realm that challenges the human more than anything else. Faith requires you to be spiritual and not human. And it's not natural to be spiritual because we've been human all of our lives. That's why Paul says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. He is calling for us to have a renewed and a transformed mind. That's why this theological 
backdrop for the book of Hebrews is so special today because the Hebrew tradition was Judaism, but their spiritual transformation was faith in God through Jesus Christ. Their tradition was 100% Judaism, but the transformation was faith in God. Watch this, though, through his son, Jesus Christ. And so the people, the, the, the converted Jews who were embracing Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, they were in a real struggle here in the scripture. They were in a real struggle because they had no family who was now living like them. They had very few friends who were believing like them. And because they didn't have anybody to lean on or anybody to talk to or anybody to understand them, they faced depression and isolation because it appeared that this faith lifestyle was not working. Are there any of you feeling like that today, like your faith in God is not working? Well, I pray that at the conclusion of this teaching today, you will you will you will rise to a level of faith where you realize that quitting is not an option and that God has not brought you this far to leave you. Back to the Hebrews in our text. They were of the Jewish tradition and those persons that were part of their life, all of their life, they continued to prosper. But these converted Jews were suffering because of this unnatural lifestyle that they had committed to. To embrace Jesus was contrary to everything that they had been taught generationally. For you to be where you're at in life, trusting God with your faith, trusting God with your life, trusting God with your finances, trusting God with your everything. That's unnatural. It's not natural to trust in something you can't see, neither that you can't understand. But how many know that if we learn how to depend on God, it is the most dynamic life experience you'd ever have in your life. But the key to it is learning how. You've got to become a student of the faith life. You've got to become a student of the word of God. And I know that this is so easier said than done. But the reason God gave us the word is so that we can have an understanding of his expectations of our lives so that we might have a revelation of the blessing of being being connected to him in faith. Simply put, y'all, quitting is not an option. But these Hebrews, they wanted to quit. The Jews wanted to give up. As Christians, I'm saying to you listening today, I know many times and even today as you're listening, there may be circumstances in your life where you're tempted to quit. You're tempted to return and accept positions that you are familiar with. That's where the people here in Hebrews were. They were at a point where they were saying, I'm going to go back to what I know because what I know worked. 
before I gave my life to this Jesus and began to trust him by faith. When it's not working, that's when worry creeps in and rises to a high level and they were ready to go back to what they were comfortable to. I'm saying to somebody listening this day, I know you want to go back, go back to what you were familiar with, go back with what uh, uh, appeared to not present as much challenge and as much pain. But I'm here to tell you today that the devil is a liar and a deceiver. God's going to define you. God's going to continue to bless you. God's going to lift you and God's going to take you higher than you've ever been before in your life because his word says it. His word says it. His word says it. And sometimes when we reach such a level in life because of our faith and so many people right now looking at you, even though you don't feel like you're really doing much, I won't let you know that there's so many people that admire you and that are impressed with you. But nobody really knows that you're on the verge of quitting and that you've regressed because things that were promised to be better by the word have not gotten better. But your level of maturity is I'm not going to let nobody see what I'm going through. And even if you are at a point where you've given up, God has too much invested in you where he's not going to let you look like what you are going through. Simply put. There's always a song. I've been in and around the church since I was born into this world. And there's an old song of the church that I just I used to hear when I was a kid, but I appreciate more so now in my adult years. And it said, God will keep you when you can't keep yourself. And I'm here to let somebody know you ought to give God praise sometime before you close your eyes tonight. Because based on all of the challenges that you've encountered here as of late, those challenges haven't been so great that they've made you go back to what God delivered you from. That's simply God keeping you when you can't keep yourself or you don't want to keep yourself. And even for those that have slipped up and made mistakes and embraced something that God has delivered you from, but he came back and got you so that the habit didn't get back again. He came back and got you so you didn't develop an appetite for that that you thought would make you feel better. As a matter of fact, some of you all, you reached back and you got involved with some stuff that God set you free from because the devil told you it would make you feel better. But God allowed that thing to be so nasty. He allowed that thing not to give you any pleasure that you thought you would get out of it until that thing made you sick to the stomach and you had to come back to God and ask God for forgiveness or whether he kept you or whether you slipped and he came and redeemed you we have a right and a reason to praise God because if it had not been for the Lord who has continually been by your side Lord have mercy none of us to include you and to include me would be where we're at today. And so the focus of my teaching today is on refueling your faith. Refueling your faith. Because if you don't walk by faith, you don't have any place to go. God requires us to hold a hand that we can't see, to follow a pathway that we can't see. 
to give praise to something that we can't see. So faith is that dynamic that connects us to the spiritual world. Understand me. Faith is the dynamic that connects us to the spiritual world. Faith connects us to the prophetic declarations of God our Father for living life. That's what connects us to God. Faith connects us to the prophetic, I'm going to say that again, to the prophetic declarations of God that God has given us for living life. And the prophetic dynamic of faith is the mind and the will of God for each one of our lives. It comes through the prophetic. It is defined by the word and made clear through the prophetic. What faith does and the faith dynamic does, it sensitizes us to the realities of God's word, to the reality that God's word makes it makes or frames worlds and materializes it. We read that in verse three. It says anything that has been made has been made or brought into reality by things that never existed. It takes a faith mindset to make sense out of a statement like that. And when we, through the word of God, through the prophetic utterances, through the understanding of the word of God, Faith gets us in a place with God and allows ship to develop to a point in God where the impossible seems possible, where the intangible begins to be tangible, where a dream quickly becomes a reality, where the unseen is seen. So you've got to understand something, the dynamic that God uses to make himself and the plans that he has for our life known is through his word. Therefore, faith maturity and faith development is accomplished through a consistent embracing and releasing of his word over our lives. That's why the devil don't want you to be committed to reading the word and praying over the word and letting the word speak to your heart because the spiritual DNA is a part of your everyday living. That's the God of the Bible talking to you. That's the God of the Bible shaping your expectations, giving you, allowing you to stand tall in adversity and say, For the Lord I live and for the Lord I'll die. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It allow you to release the words of St. Luke 137. For with God nothing shall be impossible. It'll convince you I can't go nowhere because I'm already at the greatest place and the best place to be. In the presence of God and in relationship with God Almighty. So then how do we strengthen faith? Because I hear so many say, oh, pray to God and ask God for more faith. You don't want to do that because you'll find yourself. It sounds good. It, 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 it really does sound good. Pray to God and ask God for more faith. But, but that's not where you want to be. You very well might find yourself in situations where you have to trust God. So then I hear somebody say, well, Bishop, how do I increase my faith? I thought you wouldn't ask. Romans 10, 17 is that answer. In the King James Version, it says, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. God invites us into his space 
when we pick up the word of God and meditate on it and 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 lay with it and 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 massage it and make it part of who we are. I want you all to understand that when you get a word, when when you get a word from God, you must cherish it and you must protect it. Can't nothing encourage you like the word of God for the word of God, that 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 precious document, that precious book called the Bible. When you read it, that's God talking to you. That's why it's called the word of God. And when you read it, you don't read. Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. When you read it, you're reading, you're reading and you're listening and you're following what God is saying about this unique process called life. That's why Psalm 119 11 says, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Right now, my brothers and sisters, as our world is in chaos and it seems things are turning upside down. Oh, the word of God will keep you when you can't keep yourself. The word of God will bring understanding and clarity. And, you know, the beauty about faith combined with the word of God, it gives you that solidifying mindset. Again, another song of the church. We used to say, I shall not. I shall not be moved. I shall not, I shall not be moved just like a tree that's planted by the waters. I shall not be moved. That's the mindset we've got to have right now because God is defining our faith as the world is defiling itself against the things of God. We've got to know that this same world that we're in that's being defiled, God is defining us and he's defining your faith. He's defining your stability. He's defining your level of blessedness. He's defining your maturity. There's more to you then you realize and your life is much more than a car even though you might need one your life is much more than finances even though we need it our life is much more than the material things of God that's why you don't use your faith to connect with material blessings but you use your faith to connect with God and when you have a connection with God then it's God's responsibility to supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory delight yourself therefore in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart I can't explain how God gives you a breakthrough all I know is when you spend time with him when you walk with him when you stay with him when you pray when you don't feel like praying when you read the word when you don't feel like reading the word when you give him praise when you don't feel like giving him praise it's called the sacrifice of praise and the greater the sacrifice the more the blessings of God come your way as I said once and I'll say it again what God is doing is defining your faith and I want to encourage you today and tell you there's more to you then you even understand yourself. The word of God will keep you like nothing else will. That's why Psalms 119, 105 declares to us when we can't make it and we don't know where to go and we feel like we're in a dark place, pick up your Bible. 
Mm-hmm. Pick up your Bible and read your Bible. Psalms 119, 105 says, The word, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The message version, I like the way it says this. It says, by your words, I can see where I'm going. <laughs> they throw a beam of light on my dark path. The reason God gave God's word is not propaganda. God's words is his promise. And if God wrote it, he's going to bring it to pass. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, the word of God is your assurance and your substance for your faith. The Bible says in Hebrews 618, the King James Version, that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set upon us. That's powerful for within itself. But I also like Hebrews 618 in the New Living Translation. It says, so God has given for God. So God has given both his promise and his oath. Oh, it can't get no it can't it can't get no more defined than that. When God says, I realize faith is a difficult thing to embrace and live your life by. So I want you to know every time you read the word, his promise, every time you meditate on his word, his oath to you. That his promise and his oath are unchangeable because it is impossible for God to lie. That's what I want to let somebody know today. If the devil's trying to tell you you're wasting your time, if he's trying to tell you your life is not going to change. But if there's a word connected to you and to your life and your expectations that cancels the attack of the devil, then I urge you today. Oh, Lord have mercy to get a hold to God's unchanging hand. The scripture says by two immutable things, it's impossible for God to lie. God knew that these Jewish Christians were out of the element and living in an area that they were totally unfamiliar with. And so God says, I got to show up and let you know I mean business. And he says by two unchangeable things, my oath and my promise if I said it to you oh it's going to happen because I'll never lie to you and that's what I want to let you know today as you read the word of God to defend your life God is saying I'll never lie to you man may make a promise and lie to you people may make a promise and lie to you but one thing you can count on with me I'll never lie to you and that's what I want to say to somebody today oh God will never lie. He'll never lie if his word defines it. Your faith in him then requires you to embrace it. The focus factor of your faith then must be in God and not in stuff. Well, it's almost time for me to leave. But I want to talk to you just a few seconds about this book called Habakkuk. And the meaning for the word Habakkuk means to embrace God and release his vision as defined by his word or his promise to you. <laughs> oh, I love it. I'm enjoying myself today. 
The word Habakkuk again means to embrace God and then release his vision as defined by his word or promise to you. And when you have such powerful word, the human atmosphere is normally not in harmony with a prophetic faith declaration. Some of you listening today, I know your life is not in harmony with the faith definition. But I want you to know as I end with this passage of scripture. Habakkuk 2, 2 through 4. And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright, upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. Oh, my God, the just shall live by his faith. Faith. I want to read another version. It says, and then God answered, write this, write what you see, write it out in big block letters so that it can be read on the run. The vision message is a witness pointing to what's coming. It aches for the coming. It can hardly wait and it doesn't lie. If it seems slow and coming, wait on it. It's on its way. It will come right on time and beyond anything else. Have faith in God. He'll never lie to you. God bless. Thank you for listening to Victory in the Word Radio Ministries of Renaissance Church of God in Christ USA, where our senior pastor is Bishop Dennis J. McMurray and Dr. E. Jean McMurray is our first lady. It is our prayer that you've been moved by the Word of God. We welcome you to join us at 1001 33rd Street, Southeast Grand Rapids, Michigan, 49508. Be prepared to attend Sunday school at 9 a.m. in the Family Life Center and our Sunday morning worship service at 1030 a.m. We also invite you to attend our midweek worship opportunities on Wednesday afternoon, 12 noon, in the chapel and Thursday at 645 p.m. in the Family Life Center. Feel free to call us at 616-243-0991. Also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you for joining Victory in the Word. And until next time, walk in victory.